2022 is hotly debated. I'm going to give you what I think are the best games of 2022. I am going to start with my top five. And the order of my top five will probably be debated by some. I welcome what you think your top five games of 2022 are. Put it in the comments. Feel free to disagree with my list uh, or add to my list. The live stream will obviously be interacting with me as well. So if you didn't catch this live stream, hit subscribe and the bell button. I always put all of the information, sort of the show open, right at the beginning of the stream so you don't have to go looking for it. And then I proceed to discuss things with the live audience. So make sure you're subscribed. I'm going to end the member stream and bring everybody over. And if you are catching this and you are one of the newer members because we've had a lot of gifted members recently as you can see down in the corner if you're one of the newly gifted members make sure you tune in for the Friday night Christmas special with my wife it's going to be hilarious Friday the 23rd at 8pm Eastern so I'm going to start off at number 5 and work my way up to number 1 and number 5 is a bit of a surprise for some people but I felt that the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga is easily one of the best games to come out in 2022 I actually think in the vein of a family game this was better than Kirby I I think Kirby and the Forgotten Lands is worth playing I think it's worth mentioning but I do think in sort of the vein of a family game a game that you're playing with other people I felt there were elements of the Kirby game that just didn't really deliver you know you were sort of playing with another person and you only had a stick and you weren't like another Kirby I think that the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga is a truly special family game now with all of my selections I'm going to give you the good the bad and why I chose it so let me just give you the good of Star Wars Skywalker Saga my wife and I just started it over last night because we kind of took a break from it there are some things you need to know if you're going to be diving in and trying to enjoy it the good is I think this is a real big step forward for the Lego Star Wars games if you play the original saga sort of the classic uh, games this one is a huge step forward because they essentially turn it into an action adventure open world exploration game it's not just sort of the set piece break everything there is a lot to do individual skill trees for individual classes they really capture some of the cool big moments in the movies and make it I think a truly special experience that's well worth checking out whether you're a fan of Star Wars Legos or both It is a true, I think, family game with wonderful experiences for co-op, and there's a wealth of content in this game for the price. Like, all nine movies. It's massive. It's a very, very big game. Now, there are some things that are bad that I think you sort of need uh, to know about. It does get a little wonky with the camera at times, but it's rare. I don't think it's really worth taking points away. Uh, I do think if you play mission-focused, okay, if you're just wanting to go through the main story and not explore the areas and not look for all of the secrets, it's not a very good experience if you do that. So don't do that if you're playing through this game. I highly recommend playing it exploratory. Take your time. Look everywhere all the time before moving on to the next portion or to the next mission Uh, I think you'll enjoy it quite a bit better I think they could have done a better job of allowing for just like basic linear play if that's something that you wanted to do uh, instead of sort of feeling like you always need to explore Uh, now the reason that I chose this is I think this is a stand apart family game that I really intend to come back to as I just did with my wife last night Uh, in the vein of family games I think this is easily one of the best you can play in the vein of Star Wars games I think this should be at the top of almost anybody's list especially if you've grown up watching all of the movies so 
that was number five number four and this is where i'm probably going to get some disagreement i am going to put elden ring now i did defend elden ring winning game of the year i obviously am going to let you know what my pick for game of the year is some of you already know what it is but i was okay with elden ring winning game of the year but i put it at number four because i'm basing this off of my own experience okay and this is this is where people are going to disagree with me but this again this is based off of my experience and i'm going to explain why so the good the good, undeniably, this is an open world experience that I don't think I'm going to experience anytime soon. I, I, I readily admit that. I don't think there's an open world game out there right now next to maybe Breath of the Wild that can deliver the first time experience that I had in Elden Ring. The deep build options make for an amazing customizable experience, and I largely think this is some of the most satisfying combat in existence. Now, obviously, some of my criticisms coming up will... Will, will show you that the combat I don't think is perfect, but it is some of the most satisfying combat that you can play. My No Summons run was incredibly enjoyable. I was constantly focusing on breaking posture and using uh, square off, and I had people telling me, you can't play that way, this boss, you don't want to play this boss this way. And to be quite honest, I loved proving those people wrong. I was really, really enjoying my second playthrough on No Summons Run. I think the bosses and the set pieces are memorable and truly epic. Uh, just the way they set up some of the scenes, the art style, is truly in a class all of its own. Uh, and I think this game will be one that is talked about for many, many years to come. Now, the bad. It still has some frame pacing issues. It's still better to play the PS4 version on the PS5 if you want consistent performance out of the game. It's a, a really unfortunate that such a monumental game still is dealing with those things. Uh, I do think the back half of the game is really, really bad in comparison to the front. And people are like, it's not bad. I think it really pales in comparison to the front half. I think the front half open world exploration, the boss fights, all of it. I think it's immaculate. And then I think the back half just gets kind of sloppy. It really dials in a lot of tropes that I get annoyed by. Area of effect damage, spammy attacks, enemies that seem to break their own animation rules and sets. I just don't like it. Uh, I know there's there's room for disagreement there, but that's my experience. That's why I bumped this to number four, because I think the back half really hurt my experience. I would love to see a randomizer update for this game. New Game Plus, where all of the dungeons, all of the caves, all of the items are then randomly placed uh, so that you get a truly new, fresh, open-world experience. I think the set-piece bosses and the mainstay bosses would obviously... You would want them to stay uh, where they're supposed to be. Now, why did I choose this in the top five? This is a game that I believe will be talked about for years to come. I think it's an archetypal open-world RPG, and it only slipped out of the top three, because obviously this is number four. It slipped out of the top three really because of how lopsided I felt the game felt in my playthrough. And so that's why it landed where it did. Now, number three, uh, this one also probably wasn't hard to guess that I was going to pick, Horizon Forbidden West. I feel that Horizon Forbidden West is a truly great game for anybody who likes games in this genre. So let me give you the good, the bad, and why I chose it. First and foremost, the good. It is a beautiful world and had a very, very huge uptick in character quality, gameplay, and world design. I think they absolutely nailed it within the realm of sequels. This is probably one of the best sequels that I've played. I think they did a very, very good job with it. There's very solid depth uh, to the skill trees. There's 
good depth to the gear and the loot pool uh, and really good build diversity if you really want to change your character around and do different things uh, it's impactful and memorable with respect to the characters in the story I do have some criticism of the story I'll get to in a minute but it's very memorable the characters are very well written and well voice acted it's enjoyable to just sit and listen to the scenes the characters are likable and relatable it's actually pretty painful and pretty frustrating when certain you know one such character dies so that's all the good now there is some bad there is some bad there's a reason that i didn't put this thing in the number one of the number two spot the combat often feels very spammy and i think sometimes honestly feels like a step backwards from the first game uh it doesn't have those moments that feel big and monumentous i feel like you're commonly getting stun locked or knocked on the ground from sort of out of the frame damage Uh, they basically gave every single enemy in the game a range attack that's kind of spammy I feel that really messed with combat rhythm Uh, I also played this entire game prior to the patch where they made you lay on the ground such a long time in the vanilla version of this game it was so complained about that they actually patched it she just laid there for what felt like forever and that really impacted the combat rhythm for me so I, I, that really affected my first playthrough of this game. I think the story did one too many or two too many, hey, we fooled you moments. Like, oh, you thought this was going on, but this is really what's going on. I think they did that one too many times. The final two sort of looky-loo surprises, they didn't really land all that well because I kept saying, I bet you 10 bucks, I, that's, I don't really know what's going on. It's like you just start to doubt what everybody's saying because they're constantly sort of doing a rug pull with the story. Uh, I think the flying felt amazing, but it kind of lacked purpose. It sort of felt like a lot of wasted effort for something that was cinematically awesome, but functionally sort of pointless. So overall, though, why did I choose it? This is clearly one of the best action-adventure games to come out in a long time. Uh, I think it's a great continuation of the story in the Horizon world, and it is well worth a playthrough. Uh, You definitely want to check this one out. That's my number three. Now, number two... This is where I'm going to get disagreement, but as I was conferring with my producer last night, I tended to agree with him that I really needed to put the Modern Warfare 2 campaign in number two. And then let me explain why, because I do have quite a bit of criticisms about this game's campaign. My very first playthrough of this campaign was a truly special experience that was not mired by a lot of the things that frustrated me with Horizon Forbidden West combat or the lopsidedness of Elden Ring. So this again is very subjective to my experience and believe me, I take this game to task for its campaign. Let me get to the bad in just a second. However, my first playthrough was just a great special experience for me as a Call of Duty player. I took a huge break from Call of Duty and I came back to this game and the quality with the writing, the voice acting, and the pacing, there are characters that I absolutely fell in love with. Uh, Alejandro and uh, uh, Valeria, I think they absolutely stole the show. I felt like I was watching a TV show or a movie. It made me want DLC with those particular characters and I'm picking this mainly because the sound design, the graphics and the story was an experience that really I think set the bar for future games in this genre now I'm not talking about the glitches, I'm talking about the actual quality of what they did apart from the bugs and glitches if the game doesn't glitch or bug out I really do think this is what first person shooters should strive to do if they're building like a modern shooter campaign it should sound this good, it should look this good and you should aim to have like this level of storytelling and cinematic thrust with your cutscenes uh, and the like. 
I also thought the mission variety was on point. They didn't dial in too many cliches. I really, really enjoyed my experience with it. Now let's talk about the bad. I did a second playthrough, and it was very glitchy and very frustrating, and I found all of the things that people were telling me about when I was enjoying my playthrough. People were like, this mission is awful. Oh my gosh, I got stuck here. I really didn't have any of those experiences on my first playthrough except for the stealth mission. So overall, I'm I'm only picking it as number two because that first playthrough was just so special and memorable. Like, I'm always going to think back to that and be like, man, what a special time. The viewership was really good too. Like, I think people were really kind of vibing with how how much I was enjoying the story. I thought the stealth mission was designed terribly. Uh, Even on replay, when I knew where everybody was, I still think it's an awful mission. And the final mission is a giant record scratch. I still stand by that criticism. I, I do. I stand by that criticism. I think the final mission was a giant mistake I don't think it lands very well at all so why did I choose it the first playthrough was truly a special experience that outshined my first playthrough of Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring Elden Ring I fell all the way off the horse in the end game I was annoyed I just thought it was so poorly designed near the end I got very frustrated Horizon Forbidden West I had my own frustrations with the combat rhythm and the stun lock and the spam Uh, I think they really robbed that game of big monumental moments and I felt like I had very memorable combat moments and really memorable cutscenes and cinematics in Modern Warfare 2 story. As a longtime Call of Duty player, this felt like the COD campaign that I was hoping for in virtually every category. So that's why I ended up in the number two spot. I'm not saying it was the second best game this year. This is sort of my personal list. Unsurprising, anybody that knows me, my number one game of the year, this is the one that obviously I was pulling for at the Game Awards. You know, I wanted to see it beat Elden Ring. I said I said from the outset I was fine if Elden Ring won, but my number one game of the year is undeniably, after all the time we waited for it and then getting to play it to completion, is God of War Ragnarok. This is a, this is a game that I'm always going to look back on as a special game, uh, a, a, very, a game that I remember as something that we had fun covering and looking forward to uh, and a game that just did something to me, uh, even playing it and I'll get to that in a minute. So let's go through the good the bad and why I chose it. The good. The expanded combat, the improved graphics, the character design, they're just undeniably award winning. At every level when you're playing this game, you're kind of awestruck at just how good it looks and how powerful and gripping the scenes can be. It's rare to play a story driven game that is this strong uh, outside of something like maybe from Naughty Dog, oh, you just don't get this level of storytelling and voice acting all jammed into one game. I thought that the story and the writing and the voice acting were just gripping and masterful. There are scenes, there are there are there are tones and moments that I think are just amazing. Uh, I do think some of that will hurt replay value because they really focused on storytelling in some aspects that might not be great for replay value, but that first playthrough is magical because of their willingness to do that. The scope of what happens, the number of story threads, it's impressively broad, but also deep and meaningful. There's so much going on, there's so many people involved, and yet they somehow still manage to create very deep and meaningful scenes with a cast of characters that is kind of massive. It really is. And all of the story threads really touch a lot of different sections of the game and sections of the lore. So I can't praise those things enough. I had a wonderful time with this game. Now let's talk about the bad. Every game has some things about it that are bad. 
the audio fights and the cues and the puzzles are so bad I'm kind of baffled it hasn't been addressed or patched uh, honestly, uh, you know, you got Bifrost on your brother. You know, you're on fire, Kratos. Like, what on earth? Who okayed this? Uh, ruining puzzles almost instantly. Even exploring, I was getting scolded. It's over here. We have to climb this. Like, w- what? What on earth does that even mean? Why are you doing that? Like, let me sort of be the one dictating where I go and when I get there. Uh, the off-camera spammy damage just continues to be a problem in this franchise. I, I, I think prob- playing this on the harder difficulties is probably a nightmare uh, because of that. And I think that was something that they probably could have worked on. Uh, multiple ranged enemies in one area uh, tended to be extremely frustrating. You almost had to go take care of them first. Um, I also thought their decision to let you know that you meet tier I thought that was a massive failure on the marketing's part you spend about 45 minutes debating with Atreus on whether or not tier's alive and whether or not you're gonna find him okay that's just obnoxious when you know you're going to find him now obviously if you know the big twist ignore what I that, that doesn't that doesn't make it good they shouldn't have put that in the marketing. I think that ruined that part of the game. It should have been pretty monumental when that door drops and the dust clears and you see him. That's supposed to be a powerful moment. If I was a writer or a director for this game, I would have been pretty irritated with the marketing. Like, why are you showing people that you find him? Like, that's a pretty big moment because you're constantly sort of doubting and debating with Atreus and then the door comes down and you finally find him. So I think that was a huge mistake on the marketing's part. I think that really undercut the value of that moment. Um... The ending, the ending wasn't bad, but boy, was it safe. It was a very safe ending after that whole buildup. Um, I thought that the character deaths didn't hit that hard because only one of them was somebody that we were kind of familiar with. Everybody else, the other person, I mean, was just sort of like brand new. So I, I thought it was a little safe. I don't think it was bad. I just thought it was safe. Uh, so why did I choose it? The story was incredibly touching and very memorable as a dad. I got emotional at least two times in this game. That doesn't happen all that often, save for maybe Hellblade. There aren't too many games that can make me get emotional. Uh, And then Ghost of Tsushima was one other game that was very important to me at almost like a spiritual level. Um, Same with sort of beating Sekiro. There are moments that sort of imprint on you in games. And I connected with this game's story and its message on a personal level, just from things that have happened in my own life, professionally, personally. Uh, and spiritually, I really, truly loved playing it. The whole idea of of fate only binds you if you let it, and how much Kratos pushed against that, and how much they fought to not let their sort of their stories be written by somebody else. I love that. That was very meaningful for me for various reasons. And uh, the big moments were not just big; they were filled with mirth and excitement, like only movies and TV shows can evoke. Moments where I sort of shouted elation or felt sad and somber or anger. They just did a very, very good job. The writers and the voice actors deserve nothing but praise for this brilliant, this brilliant piece of art that they have given us. Uh, Even just the moments like where Thor shows up, uh, just absolutely gripping, wonderfully written and voice acted and paced. Uh, Thor and Odin. I, I, I lost track, honestly, of how many times there were moments and there were scenes and there was dialogue that you just couldn't look away from. So that's my number one. Now, I have a list of honorable mentions that I'll get to. I'm sure the chat's going to want to debate me on my top five because it's not going to match their top five, and I welcome that. Again, this was very subjective to me um, and just sort of 
positioning things, which might resonate with somebody who says, hey, I wasn't going to check out that game, but man, the way he talked about it, I I think I want to play that game. And uh, because there is no right answer there is no right list this is more like hey these were the awesome experiences i had check them out yourself so and stick around if you're watching the past broadcast for all my honorable mentions because there's some other great games i played one of them just today that you definitely want to check out and if you're in the live audience help me out here with smashing that like button let's set our sights on that first 100 likes we only need 20 we had an amazing day i'm continuing to leave that up there because if that ends up saying 175 i'll do another gifted five you guys have gone crazy we did hit 2,000 members so you will get your watch party for star wars episode 2 next month you can go back and watch star wars episode 1 watch party as a member it's a vod you just queue it up with your own watching of star wars episode 1 and uh, you can watch along with my wife and i's banter so my top five, my top five, number five was Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Number four was Elden Ring. Number three was Horizon Forbidden West. Number two was the Modern Warfare 2 campaign. And number one was God of War Ragnarok. Um, I, I, I had it in a different order. I had it in a different order, but, but Creature really argued with me. He was like, bro, the way you talked about and experienced that Modern Warfare 2 campaign, he's like, that first playthrough, he was like, I've, you don't, you, I've never seen you play a game like that. The way you enjoyed it, the way you talked about it, your experience. He said, other than the stealth mission. So, yeah, I put the MW2 campaign second. Because it was just a really... I grew up on Call of Duty. I played the first one on PC. And it was just a special experience. It really, really was. And so that's why I put it there. And I saw somebody say, oh, this should be, you know, my favorite games or whatever. Well, we're, we're obviously leaning into what everybody does this time of year, right? Best games of 2022. And any list that you read is going to be opinion. My list is not any different than yours or some publication that's telling you what the best games of 2022 uh, were. Don't get me wrong, I loved Ragnarok, but 2018 was just better in my opinion. You really did enjoy the campaign. I did, I did. Solid list, your list as it should be. Explained smartly. Totally makes sense. Bravo. Well done. Thank you. Um, me too. Sunbreak's fantastic. My favorite game was a movie with button prompts. I mean, if you're going to summarize God of War Ragnarok as a movie with button prompts, you're just admitting that you didn't play it because if you played it, you wouldn't think that. Vampire Survivors deserves an honorable mention. Uh, yes, it does. Actually, thank you for making sure I mentioned that one because I, I want to talk about that one in, in more detail. Uh, than what we're saying right now, but I am adding it. Okay, so Eugene has God of War, Horizon, Elden Ring, MW2, Last of Us Part 1. Yeah, that's close to what my original list was, Eugene, but we shuffled some things around the more we talked about it. Creature was just sort of saying, he's like, look, man, from an outside perspective, I'm just telling you what I saw. And he's like, and what I saw was there were moments with Elden Ring and there were moments with Forbidden West where you really got sort of like fell out of love with it or got irritated. He's like, that only happened in one mission. He said, MW2 campaign. He's like, that happened in one mission. He's like, other than that, you were loving it. And he was right. Now, my second playthrough, I was freaking irritated. It was very glitchy. It was so, so glitchy. I was like, oh, this is what everybody's talking about. My top five, Monster Hunter Rise, Elden Ring, Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak, Sunbreak Update 1, Subtake Update 2. Wow. Wow. No wonder you think so shallowly and narrowly about another game. <laughs> I play. I played two games this year. <laughs> Still haven't played Ragnarok. Times are tough right now. I get that. I get that, Robert. Lono should play Last of Us Part 1 before Last of Us Part 2. Part 1's on sale. Yes, you sh- Yes, you should. If you have never played The Last of Us Part 1, it's on my list of honorable mentions. 
oh my gosh you should play that yes that's that's a that's a quintessential game it is it's like saying should i check out skyrim at least once like yes the last of us part one is it's a game that you must play it's it's there's almost an imperative on you to play it <clears throat> Elden Ring was the best game of 2022 in my opinion. I'm going to play it. I mean, when it comes when it came to the award ceremony, Spidey, Elden Ring versus God of War Ragnarok for game of the year, I literally could argue for both games winning. My personal preference, like my personal choice was just based on how I experienced the games. The way that I experienced those games, I I I couldn't put Elden Ring near the top. There were so many things about that game that irritated the fire out of me and that I wanted to see changed. You know, I just... If I could have had that consistent experience leading up to the fire giant, if I could have that experience in the back half, I, that that game would have would have been in second place without a shadow of a doubt. But it's just like, as soon as you get to the fire giant, man, from that point on, there are so many things about that game that irritate the fire out of me. Like just stupid camera choices can't see the enemy can't see the damage coming in the way the dragons are used the way the area of effect and the spam is used it just drives me nuts and so i can't now i know there are people who defend it i know there are who people that are thinking it's fine well, that's great man not me at work was gifted a membership the other day just wanted to say thank you to whoever was kind no man i was glad to see you in there poet anderson you're a long time you're a long time homie Lewis says, mine was Elden Ring, God of War, Cyberpunk, Last of Us Part 1, Death Stranding. Why are you putting Cyberpunk on there? It didn't come out this year. It Was it just your first time playing it? I played Plague Tale Requiem, Vig, and if it didn't run like garbage, it would be in my honorable mentions. Right? I mean, I guess I could add it with a caveat. I found the voice acting and the setting for Plague Tale Requiem to be beautiful. And it ran like trash. why would I play this I didn't play Dying Light 2 no Fire Giant messed me up 46 times he was my biggest struggle yo what's good Jay Stubbles I'm excited for the PS5 remaster of Tilu since I haven't played it hopefully it gives me the same feeling of Red Dead Redemption 2 Witcher 3 if you like story and characters I can't see how you wouldn't find it to be excellent is Marvel Midnight Suns worth it the, the reviews are mixed. If you're a fan of XCOM, I would I would go and find somebody that's reviewed it that you feel like you can trust. I, I, the reviews are mixed. There are some people that say it's good. There's other people that are like, no, it's kind of in a valley of it's up to you. It I I don't I don't think it's getting super strong recommendations. It's getting a lot of like qualified recommendations. Like, yeah, I'm recommending it with all these caveats, right? We get a couple more likes on the video. Let's hit that 100, guys. Nice turnout. Already over 200 people here. I want to know what your top five games are. I outlined my top five. My number one is Ragnarok. My number two was the Modern Warfare 2 campaign. Number three was Horizon Forbidden West. Number four was Elden Ring. Number five was the Lego uh, Star Wars Skywalker Saga. For me, it was God of War number one. Uh, Elden Ring and Horizon are interchangeable for two and three. Stray 4, Sifu 5. Minor Elden Ring, God of War Horizon, Vampire Survivors, and Sifu. Oh, there's two people putting Sifu in there. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I had to be a little different, because I know I know the top three for it. 
everybody is going to be different orders of Elden Ring, God of War, and Horizon, right? I think Sekiro's combat's better than Elden Ring. I think I probably agree with you. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think Sekiro's combat... I, I think Sekiro's combat's infuriating, and it makes me want to punch it. But I, like, respect it and think that it's fair. There are elements of Elden Ring and breakdowns of combat and animation sets and stuff, and I'm like, nah, this game freaking cheats. <laughs> I don't think you can do that with Sekiro. I feel like I feel like Sekiro... Uh, Sekiro is sacred at some levels Elden Ring all-time classic says Paul number two Diablo Immortal really Paul you're not memeing then Bayonetta then God of War Akira was probably my favorite from game Elden Ring's a close second I'm telling you I the reason Elden Ring is even on the list is because like it's just the. I'm telling you the front half of Elden Ring gameplay is immaculate like it's just it's in its own category it's so special open world exploration just that single that single horn that they use for the music when you're out you know traversing golly golly it's good so good the exploratory sense of discovery and finding things that you truly feel like you're finding things you only like Sekiro better because they stripped, stripped Melania uh, uh, from it. And that's why you don't like Elden Ring combat so, as much. I actually wanted to fight her no summons. I really did. I was looking forward to fighting her. I was. Because I when I fought, um, not Margot, the second time you fight him, what is it, Margit? No, it's Margit the first time and it's Margot the second time, right? The second time I fought him when you fight him up in that room and it's like a different guy but it's the same character model I had so many people telling me you can't fight him this way because I was all about posture breaking and guard countering and uh, using square off and people were like you can't fight him this way and I was like watch me and the seventh it was like the sixth or seventh time I fought him I just absolutely took him to task that was satisfying because I proved chat wrong and I did it with style. It was like, no, I'm doing this on my terms. That was so satisfying. I think that might have been one of the most satisfying parts of Elden Ring for me because I had so many people in my chat being like, you can't fight him this way. And I was like, no, I can. Remember when I was playing Timesia and people, somebody in chat was like, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. I was like, nope, this is a parry boss. Watch. I could tell. I was like, he's a parry boss. And I went and changed some things, went in in Timesia, and just parried the dickens out of the guy. That was fun. That was fun. That's another one I forgot to add to the list. I tend to agree. Elden Ring has the same problem Dark Souls 1 has. Everything has this grand... Uh, everything was... Uh, everything up to the grand mid-boss is absolutely perfect. Then it's just, alright, kill these four things, and that's it. You're done. Elden Ring is by far the best of 2022. If we remove the top three minor vampire survivors, Sifu, Lego Star Wars, Metal Hellsinger, and High on Life. Yeah, you know what's funny, Vigil? I kind of am more interested in that. I am. I'm not necessarily interested in where you place Elden Ring or Horizon or God of War. 
I want to know, just take those off the table. What, what else did you play this year that you're like, this has got to be on a top five. Everybody's got to play this, right? I would put High on Life on there. I would. I would. That's a, that's another that's another uh, honorable mention. It is. Treader's Revenge. That's, a, that's another, that's another uh, honorable mention. Yeah, that's another one. Treader's Revenge. Had a blast with it. Just what a treat that game was. What a treat. My top three would be the Pokemon game that I always say wrong. Acrius or whatever. And then Monster Hunter Rise and High on Life. Slime Rancher 2. I just wish Slime Rancher was freaking co-op. It seems like the perfect game to be co-op. <laughs> Tunic Bayonetta, Death's Door. Wait. Death's Door was this year? No, 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 no. Death's Door wasn't this year. That was last year. It got nominated for a bunch of things last year, I'm fairly certain. There's no way Death's Door launched this year and didn't get any nominations. That was a last year game, right? I'm not saying that you shouldn't pick it, Sandy. If you just played it this year and you're picking it, that's fine. I'm just making sure. That was last year, was it not? Cult of the Lamb? Yes. I intentionally played Cult of the Lamb during the member segment today. Oh my gosh. It's everything I want in a video game. I'm so mad that we missed it. I was out of town. I was out of town when it launched. I am so mad that I missed that game. Golly. Ooh, I, I, I almost... You guys almost didn't get this second stream today. I just wanted to keep playing. You, you you absolutely if you like those isometric top down if you like rogues but not super punishing rogues with really responsive combat like moment to moment combat oh freaking yes you must you you absolutely must play Cult of the Lamb uh power wash sim- simulator that's a that's a that's an honorable mention 2023 going to be a banger. Sur- Jedi Survivor, Hogwarts, Spider-Man 2, Diablo, AC Mirage, Baldur's Gate. Woo! Yes. Oh, yeah. That is a lot. That is a- oh, there's so many good games next year. Both of Land reminded me of Don't Starve. Little bit. Little bit. I just started playing Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut a week ago, and it's already in my top five. It looks so good on the PS5, and it feels like it's a 2022 game. Yeah, speaking of my soul right there. That's my game, bro. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima, baby. I want so badly to do a lethal black and white playthrough because I just have so much respect for that game. I really do. I love that game. There's literally a haiku from that game that, like, I got emotional. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, it was just so... I've just been through so much. When you're when you're sort of raw and stripped down like even even a even a haiku in a video game can just speak to you like so so good Deathloop was my sleeper game I just thought it was so overrated I just didn't like it there were so many things about it I didn't like so many things about it I didn't like Golden Land was amazing in almost every aspect I wish it had better base design if it had the same level as something like AC Horizons uh, Chef's Kiss well, you know what I, I I would love to see them do is just do a sequel. You know what I mean? And really, really stretch all those things. It was so boring. What was so boring? What game? Something something went on with Deathloop reviews. How did they get 10s? No idea. 
just I have no idea Ghost of Tsushima felt like a chore to me honestly why what about it felt like a chore oh you're you're talking about if you if you if you speak ill of Ghost of Tsushima or Hellblade you better step lightly because those are sacred to me like what what about what about that game felt like a chore if Cuphead DLC was like two hours longer it'd be getting more acclaim yeah I like Cuphead but I also hate Cuphead I still haven't beat Ghost of Tsushima and I kind of feel the same way but how like the story elements are so good like I wanted to do I did every single side mission I loved the 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 transformative effect that Jin had on his friends like it was so good oh my gosh it was good bro the way they set up the duels, just the artistry of you'll be in some area and you're both just in water and the camera's circling and you can hear the waterfall falling and it's in the background, it's the backdrop and the wind's... Sl- you're li- you're literally in a samurai movie like and, and it's so meaningful. Like your first fight with your straw hat friend, bro, I, I literally felt that... Mo- I was like, I'm in a movie right now. This is so meaningful. This is awesome. Lemon drop secret meme folder. That's a whole year. Thanks for coming back. Cheers for one year. Looking forward to a great game coverage and commentary in the year ahead. Thank you. How difficult is Cuphead? Difficult. Like, yeah. Break your controller difficult. Haven't been around this community that much. Glad you're still kicking it. Sending love. Dope Christmas. You deserve dope stuff too. Brody, I, I know you. I know you. You are very, very OG. I appreciate you, man. For me, Ghost of Tsushima was a 7 out of 10 game. I I don't expect everyone to love it as much as I did, but golly, what a great game. So good. I didn't play, but I heard Time Easy. It was decent. Timesia is on my honorable mention list. It's not the top five, obviously, but it's an honorable mention. Anybody who's a fan of uh, of From Games, I think, should play Timesia. I think if it clicks with you, especially if you increase the parry window in your skill tree, when you increase that window, hmm, very satisfying game. Very satisfying mechanics. Hey, Lambert's going to take us to 157. If you guys invert that five and that seven, I got to give five more. One, five, seven. 175 be the next one. You guys have been crushing it. Welcome, Lambert. Thank you so much for becoming a member. If you guys are a member, don't forget, those of you that have been longtime members or maybe very new members, don't forget the Madam Christmas stream tonight. We're going to be playing some really funny Christmas games we found on Steam. We'll be having drinks and laughs and wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. If you can't be here tonight, make sure and watch the VOD. Can't give Ghost a score on PC, so never played it. Oh, it'll be there eventually. But I do. Timesia? Timesia is an honorable mention. It is. It's an honorable mention. There was so much great side content you miss in Horizon Forbidden West since you had to rush before Elden Ring came out. I felt really bad because I had to do the same thing to Horizon Zero Dawn. I had to rush to get ready for Breath of the Wild. Like, how oddly cyclical... You know what I'm saying? How oddly cyclical. They're like, Cause like Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring are kind of similar in that regard. You know what I mean? First sub, worth it. I'm your first member ever. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. Hey, we're getting new subscribers right now. If if 
If you found this video in a sub feed or a recommended feed, thanks so much for coming in. I'm a safer work broadcaster. Hit subscribe. We'd love to hear from you. What were your top five games last year? Obviously, nobody's list is right. We're just kind of talking about it. I'd prefer to know your top games without mentioning Elden Ring, Forbidden West, or God of War. We kind of know those are going to be commonly on top fives. I want to hear the rest of the games that really wowed you. We all know that those three are up there, right? We do. Yo, Protomator! This is unbelievable. 162. 162. Another five gifted. Welcome in to Reforge Gaming. Ryan Gordon, Anthony S. Stricken, uh, and Evan, Evan Linton, and Legend 4. I welcome you. Welcome in to Reforge Gaming. Welcome into our Discord and our members only Discord, our members only content. That entire month, um, I felt like I was watching and playing a TV series. Oh, in Forbidden West. It's it, one of the one of the saddest parts about what I do. There, there's always things in, in in lines of work that are sad or challenging or frustrating. One of the saddest things about what I do is I get exposed to so many video games, but I cannot play them to the degree that I want. I just can't. This is impossible. Lone Wolf's gonna drop five on chat. Let's freaking go. 167. Gemini Christmas. We are trying to think of a 2,500 member goal incentive. At 3,000, I have to do another Just Dance stream. 2,500 is obviously in reach if you guys just keep going crazy with Gifted. We just hit 2,000 members a day. So we're trying to think of a 2,500. Like the sweater? Thank you. This is from Merchoy. They sent me a Slytherin sweater. Yesterday, I wore a Boba Fett sweater. And uh, if you guys like it, you can check out the Shirt Command or check out Merchoy. I don't get a kickback. They didn't pay me anything. They sent these to me as just a gift to say Merry Christmas. It's an expansion for me, but Monster Hunter Sunbreak. Somebody else said that, Fat Lump. Somebody else said, yeah, dude, Sunbreak was great. Tiny Tina was fun. I have Tiny Tina Wonderlands on my honorable mentions for fans of looter shooters. You definitely should be playing Tiny Tina Wonderlands. I think it outshines Borderlands 3 in a lot of ways. Really? You are not alone. Ain't nobody got time for all these games. Oh, for sure. We need to make Lono play Just Dance. You got a long way to go. You got a Mando and Grogu Christmas sweater. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, Tiny Tina Wonderlands. Another honorable mention for the year. Another honorable mention. Very, very good game. I think it outshined Borderlands 3 quite a bit. Very, very fun. True to the Borderlands franchise. Great looter. Great uh, evolution of that. 2500 No Summons Elden Ring run using the Just Dance mat as a controller. (laughs) It sounded like 2,500 people wanted me to play like hard games or frustrating games or something like Jump King or getting over it. Witcher 3 Next Gen, 10 out of 10. Shame you couldn't check it. The new combat flow is amazing. Yeah, Witcher 3 Next Gen. I'll, I'll add that to the honorable uh, uh, honorable mention. Obviously, that's not a game, but I think it deserves an honorable mention. For sure. E- I have Evil West here as an honorable mention. If you were looking for a good game this year, Evil West seemed to get very, very good reviews. I did not play Sonic Frontiers. I did not. Do remakes count? I have Last of Us Part 1 on here, the remake. That's an honorable mention. 100%. I think people should check it out, especially if they never played the first. 
Chat's response when Lono said MW2 was his number two. Hey, you fought you fought me on that. You're you're the reason that you pushed me to do that. <laughs> we knew we knew that people would would fight me on that. We 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 sort of did that by design because we felt it was intellectually honest to put it there, but we also knew people would disagree. Here's mine without Elden Ring and not having played God of War Forbidden West as Lone Wolf. Tiny Tina, Need for Speed 3, High on Life, Lego Star Wars, and Sonic Frontiers. There you go. That's a good list. That's a good list, Lone Wolf. No Callisto Protocol fans? No. I don't even give Callisto Protocol an honorable mention. Mm -mm. Ran poorly. Combat choices are bad. Gameplay flow is bad. Combat experience is bad. I think it's a bad game. That's my position. It's bad. Even if you adopt the stupid combat, because it's stupid. Even if you adopt it, there's moments in the combat that are just, they don't, it doesn't flow right. You can't see. You can't see. Like, the camera's bad. Did Tunic get mentioned? I have Tunic listed here on my honorable mentions. If you are a fan of The Legend of Zelda, Tunic is a must-play. Uh, it's obviously an homage to Zelda, but at the same time, it's a lot like, it's like Zelda meets Monument Valley. Good explanation, good description of Tunic, if you've ever played Monument Valley. It's a must-play. Quarry's number one. I have the quarry listed as an honorable mention. If you like those kinds of games, you should definitely check those out. You should check out the quarry. Those creepy, choose-your-own-adventure, scary games. If you're a member... We have parts one, two, and three in a playlist. My wife and I played through the quarry, members only, and it is hysterical. You should go watch it. I wish I could figure this thing out. Watch this. Wouldn't that be cool if that was always lit up? Like that? Wouldn't that be cool? Such a shame. It's, you, you basically... You can do that, but then it talks, and then it doesn't stay on. I would never play that type of game, but it was a heck of a watch. Yeah, it was fun. It was found fun. I found Tunic very similar to Dark Souls 2. What? There's DLC for Returnal. You know, honorable mention. Honorable mention. Yes, the update to Returnal. Returnal co-op and uh, Sisyphus Tower. Yeah, honorable mention. The update to Returnal, giving it co-op and the Tower of Sisyphus. That deserves that deserves some attention, because I think Returnal is one of the best games I've ever played. Uh, it's my game of the year, the year that it came out. I feel like it got robbed. Deathloop overshadowed it unfairly. It's ten times the game that Deathloop is. Tower of Sisyphus, Sisyphus, the Greek uh, mythological character who rolls the stone up the hill and it rolls back down, and he does that for an eternity. The Tower of Sisyphus is a, um, it's basically a, uh, how would you describe it? Almost like a horde, horde mode where you go up and it gets harder and harder and harder. It's awesome. Uh, it's awesome. I, I, I wish that the Tower of Sisyphus was co-op. I really do. Lazaro says, God of War, Elden Ring, Forbidden West, MW2, Stray. Looking for Sifu on sale. We've had a couple of people today say Sifu. A couple of people today have said Sifu. If you guys are enjoying the stream, feel free to hit subscribe. It's free to subscribe. Also, smash the like button. Uh, you can keep adding to the gifted member number over here. When it hits 175, I got to give five. We want to hear from you. We want 
to hear what are your top games for the year. I really want to know your top games that aren't God of War, Forbidden West, or Elden Ring. Like, I don't need to know where those land on your list. We know those are on most people's lists. My top five worst. uh, Gotham Knights, worst game of the year, no doubt. Plague Tale Requiem would be on that list because it ran like just hot, steaming garbage. Uh, I would put Callisto on that list. Um, Best game to revisit in 2022? Returnal. Returnal. Best game to revisit in 2022 would be Returnal. That update was awesome. It truly was. I'm trying to think what other really bad games came out this year. Halo up there for me on the naughty list. I'm not going to take a shot at Halo. I can't think of other things that came out that were super bad. Witcher 3 best game to revisit? That that's that's a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cuz we said that's an honorable mention. Babylon's Fall. Did Babylon's Fall that was this year? Yeah, then that would be one of the worst games to come out this year. Yeah. Dying Light 2 was a buggy disaster. Didn't play it, so can't really put it on a list. Cyberpunk's now good with the 1.6. Playtale was fine for the most part for me. Y'all got to revisit games? I ain't got enough time for the new one, says Zubair. Greenside saying Pokemon, Acreus, Inscription, Vampire Survivors, High on Life, Rift Breakers. Oh, you liked Rift Breakers that much to put it on a list, Greenside. We did a first look of Rift Breakers. Our first look channel is going to move in January. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be much better for us. Stray is an honorable mention. Yes, Stray is at the top of my honorable mentions. Yes. Nobody Saves the World is on my honorable mentions. That's definitely one that people should check out. It's very creative, fun co-op, awesome little dungeon crawler. I played that with Hilly. Uh, I planned I planned to play that one with my wife. Stranger of Paradise, goofy story and characters, but the combat systems are so deep and intricate. You could spend weeks coming up with the broken Super Saiyan builds. I've never even heard of that. And now your mama knows what's going on. Hey man, how are you? Good to see you. We are we are listing our top five games of 2022. I'd prefer to know your top five games excluding Elden Ring and God of War and Horizon Forbidden West. I know those will probably land in some order on most top fives. I want to know the other games you played this year that are worth checking out. Scorn? Yeah, I'm going to add Scorn to the honorable mentions. I'm going to add Scorn. I'm doing it. My honorable mentions list is getting kind of long. Nobody Saves the World is definitely a great game and on Game Pass, I think. I'd recommend it to everyone. Mm -hmm. It's very fun. Yeah, I would say No Man's Sky would be a good game to revisit in 2022. You can add that to your list of games to revisit. Witcher 3, Returnal, and No Man's Sky. Spider-Man for PC, sure, honorable mention, no doubt. That For, for PC fans who didn't get a chance to play it. Uh, Spider-Man, PC. Wait, did God of War hit PC this year, or was that last year? When did God of War 2018 hit PC? Was that this year or last year? I can't remember. What's my full honorable mention list? It keeps getting longer. 
It keeps getting longer. I have Stray, Tiny Tina Wonderlands, Nobody Saves the World, The Quarry, Cult of the Lamb, which I finally played this afternoon. I, I, I want to go back and play more right now. Tunic, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Tilu Part 1 Remake, Vampire Survivors, Warning, it can mess with your eyes. I loved it and was addicted almost immediately, but it messed with my eyeballs. Timesia, High on Life, Strider's Revenge, Power Wash Simulator, Evil West, Witcher 3 Next Gen Update, Returnal Co-op and Sisyphus Tower Update. Those are good reasons to revisit those games. Scorn, Spider-Man 2, uh, Spider-Man PC, God of War PC, because those, those are those are honorable mentions because a lot of people hadn't played them yet and could get them on PC. Oh, Uncharted hit PC. Another honorable mention. There you go. That's pretty good on that's a pretty good honorable mention list. If there's anything that I just convinced myself of, well didn't convince myself of, I think that makes a very strong argument. To all the people that say the gaming industry is in the toilet and that games suck and they're terrible. Listen to that list of honorable mentions after the five I already listed for my top five that are, like, award-winning. Like, listen to that. The state of gaming is not in toilet. The state of gaming is not in disarray. This is a, this is incredible. That That's a long list. That's in the wake of the sickie. That's in the wake of the sickie. Scorn? Yeah, I think Scorn deserves an honorable mention. It was cool and creative. It was a fresh take on puzzle solving and HR Giger art style brought to life. I thought they did a great job. My top five without God of War. Two Point Campus, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Disney Dreamlight Valley, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope, Pokemon, Acrius. Yeah, I almost put Disney Dreamlight Valley and Mario Rabbids as honorable mentions because they were liked so much. Oh boy. Quintar coming in with a gifted 10 bomb. That puts us beyond 175, which means I have to gift five. I have to do it every five. There we go. You guys still haven't come up with something that you want for a 2,500 member goal. We might actually hit it. You're going to have to think of something. You're going to have to come up with something. Here comes my five. Thank you so much. Kay, you got a gifted member. Rivs or Steen. Uh, Hertic Kaura, it's Cat Person Plays, Janessa, Ed G, Club Mode Jester, and O5. You guys all got gifted members. Welcome. Here comes my five. And once that says 200, I got to do it again. Every 25, I have to gift five. Play Monster Hunter Rise at 2,500. <laughs> you have to watch Revenge of the Sith. Non-Elden Ring and non-God of War games I played this year that were new in my favorite, says Wheezy. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Tactics Ogre Reborn. Persona 5 Royal. Cult of the Lamb Sifu. Don't worry, Horizon. Wasn't going to make my list even if you told me not to. Okay. 2500. Lono has to play one of the games of the worst ever made list. I had to play one of the worst ever games list. What if I have to play Gotham Knights? <laughs> In your opinion, what was better, God of War Ragnarok or Elden Ring? Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok was my game of the year. Ragnarok was more consistent. I felt that the back half of Elden Ring fell apart, and I don't think Ragnarok skipped a note. 
I didn't think Ragnarok skipped a note. I had criticisms of Ragnarok, but story, voice acting, pacing, oh yeah. I I didn't feel like Ragnarok skipped a note. I think Elden Ring did. My top five that aren't Elden Ring or God of War, Vampire Survivor, Shotgun King, The Final Checkmate, New World Brimstone, uh, Brimstone Sands, and then Final Fantasy VII Remake and Lost Ark. Oh, Lost Ark. How about the single most anticipated thing of 2023? If you can only play one DLC or new game, what would it be? If I can only play one new game next year, it would be Jedi Survivor. Because of the five stances. Diablo 4. Oh, Diablo 4 might be so much... See, see, but I would pick... See, that's not fair. I would pick Diablo 4 as a YouTuber because Diablo 4 has the chance to be amazing for me as a streamer and a content creator and scratch that 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 I want to slice up a game's loot cycles and ongoing content rhythms and talk about the seasons and the updates and the patches with you guys. Like, Diablo 4 is going to be, I think, potentially awesome for us. But if I wasn't a YouTuber... Oh my gosh, that's such a hard decision because I'm going to play Diablo 4 with my wife. that's a hard choice man because Jedi Survivor when I learned there was those five stances and it reminded me of Tsushima my interest went way up way way up if we hadn't learned about those five stances I'd probably pick Diablo 4 without without blinking an eye Spider-Man 2 for you oh I'm looking forward to it but it wouldn't be he said if you could only pick one game I wouldn't pick Spider-Man 2 no I like Spider-Man. I really enjoyed it, but um, there is something Jedi Jedi Fallen Order. Oops, Jedi Fallen Order was special to me. It was a catalyst to from. I am falling apart here. Uh, it was a catalyst to FromSoft games for me. Got called to a meeting. This is a bit late. I've said this before, but Elden Ring game made a sense of wonder I've only felt twice before in my life when I played. Halo Combat Evolved for the first time. It was my first video game and is still my favorite. The second time I felt that much wonder was the objectively best Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Elden Ring is my favorite game of the decade. That's, that's well stated. Jedi Fallen Order was very mediocre. I hope the next one's good. Oh, I didn't think it was mediocre at all. I thought the voice acting was phenomenal. I thought in the realm of Star Wars storytelling, it was beautiful and well told, and I, I'm glad that it's canon. Jedi Fallen Order was excellent. It was excellent. Gonna try Armored Core? Yeah, I'll probably try it, you know, for an afternoon. I don't know how far I'll get in that game or how much I'll like it. Since it's more directional, more mission-based, more boss fight-based, it could it could land either... Excuse me, it could land either way. Really could. Was Skyrim and GTA on the honor list? Why would they be on that list? The honorable mention were games that came out this year. TJ Rage with the $2 tip. Diablono Forge Gaming. That's right. My top five of all time. I put Ori and the and the Blind Forest and Ori and the Will of the Wisps together because that to me is they you can't separate them. So I would put them up there with uh, with Hellblade, Tsushima, um, yeah. After those three, it gets really tough. It gets tough. 
like memorable memorable games that I I just I have such a a strong feeling for Pro, I mean Borderlands 2 was really special it was really yeah Borderlands 2 was really special I tell you oh no I tell you what one's up there that'll surprise you can you guys guess what game would be on like top 5 of all time that would, would that's surprising so I've got I've got Hellblade, both the Ori games, and I got Tsushima. I've got to put this one up there. No, Paul, no. That's just such a soured memory. I have so many t-shirts and stuff that I have to get rid of and never never did. No, Returnal's not surprising. You're right. Returnal would be up there. Returnal would be up there. So what's the fifth? What's the fifth? What's the surprising fifth one? No, not Breath of the Wild. No, not Bioshock. I'll give you guys a hint if nobody can guess it. Gotham Knights, no. No, Borderlands, Peppa Pig, no. Borderlands 2 wouldn't even be up there anymore, honestly. It wouldn't. There are too many games now that are almost... they're, They're important. They're important to me in, like, unique ways. That might be a hint. No, not MW2. No, not It Takes Two. No. Arkham Knight, Spider-Man, no. Borderlands, no. Uncharted, no. Among Us, no. Deathloop. <laughs> Rude. No. Give us a time frame or a console. I've described this game, I have described this game as a spiritual experience for me. I've described this game in that way. I feel like it's going to get guessed now. Fifth game, Sekiro. No, 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 no. Hellblade was already on the list. Hellblade was already on the list. Yeah, Sekiro. Yeah. I'd have to put Sekiro on a top five of all time because it it was like a spiritual experience. Like, the five hours to beat Ishin, it was just, it was, there is, you can't create that. Like, where I was professionally, where I was in my life after everything that had happened, like, having the grit and the determination to beat him, it was... It like changed me and I just it was it it was cathartic to say you won't win. I will not quit. Like it was very, very, very important um experience for me. Ew, I'm canceling my membership get out. So my top five of all time, in no particular order, because I don't know what order I would put them in, Hellblade would probably sit at the top. Hellblade is queen. Senua Seno is queen. Hellblade would be at the tippity top. Uh, right next in line would be Tsushima, Returnal, both of the Ori games packaged together, and then Sekiro. Yeah. Have you ever written out your top 10 games? I did not too long ago. It's just hard to choose. Yeah, those are my top five, and, I, and I'm cheating. I'm cheating because I'm baking Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori in the Will of the Wisps together. If you made me only choose one, I would have to choose Blind Forest because it came first, right? Need to try the Ori games now? This is how you need to experience the Ori games. This is how you need to experience the Ori games, and this is going to seem really weird, but you have to trust me on this. You have to trust me on this. You have to play Ori in the Blind Forest first. That's the first one. Then you have to play Hollow Knight second. Then you play Will of the Wisps. 
you just you just have to trust me on this. That's that's the appropriate way to experience those games. You've never had anyone recommend them before? Oh my gosh. Ori Ori 1 and 2 are quintessential Metroidvania experiences. Beautiful worlds. The soundtrack mm. Will Ori and the Will of the Wisps does something with its soundtrack that is so special. I got educated on what this is called. It's called Elite Motif, I believe is how it's pronounced. Yo, Jay Bones with a $20 tip. Merry Christmas, Lono. Merry Christmas, chat. Ragnarok was my favorite of the year with Forbidden West in second and Plague Tale in third. But here's, uh, but the others are great. Thank you so much for the $20 tip. Which one is the first one? Ori and the Blind Forest is the first one. Already played Hollow Knight. How does it relate to Ori? Okay, so Will of the Wisps took a lot of inspiration from Hollow Knight, and they improved the game significantly, like from from the first game to the second game. So you, you, I think it's important to play them in that order because you'll pick up on all the things that they borrowed from Hollow Knight. You, you, if you played Hollow Knight after, you might make the mistake of thinking that like Hollow Knight copied Will of the Wisps, which isn't true. Not picking at you but you don't have any older games that make your all-time top. These are all so new, which is interesting to me. Yeah, because I I picking old like if I can go to each generation and pick a game. The regular Nintendo would be The Legend of Zelda. The Super Nintendo would be Link to the Past. Uh Nintendo 64 would be GoldenEye. You know, once I get to PC, it'd be Quake 3. You see what I'm saying? But, like, that just gets muddy because it's like, well, why am I picking those games now? They don't mean that much to me anymore. Like, they don't mean that much to me anymore. Just they're back there. They're an echo. They're a whisper in the past. You know? If you guys are just tuning in, uh, let's see here. We need... 44 more likes to get 200 likes. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. We want to know what your top games of 2022 are. We're kind of getting into like top games of all time, which is a fun, you know, fun discussion. I also have an honorable mentions list that I continue to add to. Shadow of the Colossus holds up. To me, it's not even about what holds up. What will be your top horror game of this year? The Quarry. Yeah, probably The Quarry. I think my most memorable horror game was Layers of Fear. I did not like Layers of Fear 2. Old games need to stay in the past. I used to think I wanted remasters and none of them will ever allow me to relive what has already happened in my life. They were a moment in time. I think that's well stated. I think that's well stated, yeah. So the title of today's stream is Best Games of 2022 or best video games of 2022 and I want to know what your list is I don't care where you put Elden Ring God of War or Horizon Forbidden West I want to know what are your uh, what are your other games this year that must be played best horror game that Lona hasn't played is Until Dawn we've been saving that for a Madam Stream troll troll hey do you guys want to do that as the 2500 incentive like do you guys want a triple triple double header or something? Like we you get streams all weekend of Madam and I playing until dawn. How long would it take us to beat until dawn? We could pull another quarry and like 
and like do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because people have been begging us to play until dawn. That could be your 2500 perk. That would be fun. We've had a lot of people ask for that. And that quarry weekend was really fun. Like coming down and streaming every night. That was really fun. Uh, We'd obviously have to pick a weekend where we feel like it's going to work. Um... We are currently at 2,030. 2,030. So you're 470 away. (laughs) It's even better than the quarry. It's like movies and music that mean something to you. A lot of those moments was what you were bringing to that moment. The content was just the catalyst. About eight hours. Oh, we could beat it in a weekend then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be perfect. Three streams. Each stream ends up being about three hours. That's nine. Some of the streams end up being a little bit longer. We could p- hit it pretty heavy on Friday and Saturday and try and plug away at four hours so that Sunday's a little bit more of a casual finish. Like, we don't feel like we're scrambling. I'm basing my decision on excitement to play every time I turn it on, and my answer for 2022 is Pokemon Violet. Can't get enough of the ranked battles against other players. Good to see you, Diaz. And that's a good choice. My top five was literally based on my experience, and it was a very different top five than I thought it was going to be. My all-time top ten in no order, Sable, Blasphemous, Hyperlight Drifter, I love Hyperlight Drifter, Gris, haven't played Gris yet, Tilu 1 and 2, I need to play number 2, Journey, haven't played Journey, Elden Ring, love it, Sundered, love it, Shadow of the Colossus, Returnal, love it. Is that a Lego Slave 1? It is. Like to see it. We have a Lego channel. If you're into Legos, you should use the Lego command and support it. You can also send Lego sets off of the wishlist with the wishlist command if you would like to see certain sets featured on our newly launched YouTube channel called The Brick Abbey. Inspired by my children. Started because of my children. This one is currently running right now. The organization video just hit, and it's crushing for some reason. I don't know why. Part one of that piece in his hand went live today. Oh, part one went live? The organization? This video's organization, so when I organize all the pieces on the table, it was crushing as the video. The channel's really small, so it's crushing for its size. I was very excited. The response to my organization videos, I did not expect that. I did that just as an experiment to see if people liked it, and... Holy moly. People really like it. Merry Christmas to you, Gimp. Just got the coffee trio in the mail. How do you suggest I take the Frickmas blend? I put a little Italian sweet cream in any coffee I drink, and I think it makes Frickmas, like, perfect. Pokemon Emerald Platinum Gen 5 Pokemon games. You don't have to black out Destiny, Wheeze. Link to the Past, Monhun World, Yakuza, Metroid Fusion, Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger GTA, San Andreas, Batman Arkham City. You know what's funny? I probably would end up putting Destiny on a top 10 because of what it did to me in more ways than one. Because of how I think about games and loot and player incentivization and slicing up the pieces and the parts and creating content like you can't take that out of the those threads can't be taken out of the canvas 
they're there you know what I'm saying and to a certain degree this the, the person I am and the strength and the resolve and my my a lot of the feelings I have and the the sense of peace and purpose like can't really divorce it from that not really possible you know third and fourth bosses in Returnal are so insanely good hmm I went on strike until I got a PS5 and just got one two days ago haven't opened it yet too much to do hmm thought you were wearing a gambit sweater it does kind of look like a gambit sweater doesn't it a little bit a little bit (laughs) no it's Slytherin I like hearing people's top five games of 2022 because I think there's a there's a there's a wide berth of possibilities of what people might pick um and I, I think it's just interesting to see where people land. There were some really, really cool hits uh, that hit this year. You know, it's really cool to see titles like Tunic and Cult of the Lamb uh, and High on Life and even Scorn get sort of like mentioned because, you know, those were really, really unique games. Well, sound weird to some, but two of my top games of all time are Goldeneye, 007, and SOCOM. I, that doesn't sound weird to me at all. I told people that if I had to go through each generation, I would have picked GoldenEye. It it shaped me. It, it's how I ended up playing uh, Quake. Quake 2, which led to Quake 3 Rocket Arena, which led to Call of Duty, which led to Unreal Tournament, which led to me loving shooters, which led to Borderlands, which led to Destiny. Like, I, GoldenEye is the birth of all of that. And there's a lot of people who would pick SOCOM as a meaningful game. For, for their for their experience as a gamer. I don't think that's odd or strange at all. I think you'd probably find a lot of people that would say that. Did you say Unreal Tournament? Oh, yes. Yeah. I think Unreal Tournament 2004 Onslaught is probably one of the best game modes ever created, combining PvE and PvP in a really good way. Yeah, Unreal Tournament 2004 Onslaught I, I know that it's been in some respects and in some in some places kind of copied, but it was so good. It was very good. They were they were they were early to a lot of things. Unreal Tournament was a new Punisher game would be cool. I would love a Punisher game and and sort of bring it would it would sort of feel. You would want to see some of the spiritual influence of Max Payne, but you would still want it to be its own game, right? It would need to kind of be like Max Payne, little 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 touch of Splinter Cell here and there, you know, have them sneak in sometimes. 2022 says Detective Seeds, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, Soulstone Survivors, High on Life, and Tiny Tina Wonderlands. Yeah, I had Tiny Tina Wonderlands uh, and High on Life on my honorable mentions, games that people should check out. For sure. Mom wouldn't let me have Goldeneye as a kid, but she didn't know about Banjo uh, Tui Shooter. Alright, Lono. You're my favorite content creator now, just because of the Unreal Tournament mention. Homie, I'm like, I don't think you guys re- I don't think some people realize this sometimes, because like I'm not I'm not I'm not being goofy. I don't look I don't look as old as I am, but I'm 41. I cut my teeth on 
every major every major stepping stone of gaming I cut my teeth on it I cut my teeth on the original Nintendo then the Super Nintendo 64 then the GameCube then PC the dawn of Call of Duty and then Quake 3 Rocket Arena and then Unreal Tournament you know what I'm saying so last time you said 42 no I've not ever said 42 I mean as as a 41 year old like I've watched all of this transpire I've watched every sort of epoch of gaming every epoch of gaming I've been a part of it and that's why when people talk about like games as if we're we're not in a golden age of gaming or like things have gotten bad I'm like I don't think so listen to this list of honorable mentions my top five games of the year are like award-winning award-nominated games Listen to my honorable mentions. Stray, Tiny Tina Wonderlands, Nobody Saves the World, The Quarry, Cult of the Lamb, Tunic, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, The Last of Us Part 1 Remake, Vampire Survivors, Timesia, High on Life, Shredder's Revenge, Power Wash Simulator, Evil West, Witcher 3 Next Gen Update, Returnal Co-op and Sisyphus Tower Update, Scorn, Spider-Man on PC, God of War on PC, Uncharted on PC. It's that all happened just this year. Of course I played Duke Nukem. I had to play it at my friend's house, but I got to play it. <laughs> I thought Duke Nukem was awesome. Duke Nukem was awesome. I loved it. Your 2022 is Elden Ring, Ride and Rock, Forbidden West, Gran Turismo, and Stray. Half-Life 3, Portal 3, Left 4 Dead 3, 2023. <laughs> you gonna try to wish that into existence, my man? You gonna try and wish that into existence? That's a lot of threes, baby. That's a lot of wishes. I would love to see Portal 3. Oh, Portal 2 is a special game. It really is. Ah, oh, Portal 2 is so good. Mm. Mm. So sad. Portal 3 we might get. Not in 2023 though. Yeah, there's a lot of murmurings about a Portal 3. A lot of the people that worked on Portal 3 have said they want to make another one. So that that could end up actually happening. Yeah, I think it's... I, I agree with Wheezy. Way more likely than Half-Life 3. Half-Life 3, Half-Life 3 is... Is just probably never going to happen. I think Portal 3 might actually happen in the next you know, five or six years. I think there's just been, there's been enough murmurings of the people that worked on the, uh, on portal one and two. I, I think enough of those people have spoken out that it could, it could happen. You know, that's typically how those projects end up getting green lit. You know, people are like, well, you know, it was just clear, clear, you know, research. Um, I don't think you've done your research. There's zero paywalling in this game. Um, no, you have to pay extra or buy the deluxe edition um, to get into the dark arts arena. That's paywalled content. What the heck? Paywalled content on day one. I need to do my research. Watch more than, you know, two seconds of the video. Somewhere Tim Sweeney is seething as people say nice thing about Valve games. <laughs> so beyond favorite game, what is your favorite franchise? 
open world action adventure doesn't even have to be open world action adventure third person action adventure oh my gosh yes give it to me Ghost of Tsushima give it to me God of War give it to me Horizon give it to me Spider-Man give it to me Hellblade give it to me Returnal give it to me Oh, 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 he said franchise. I was thinking genre. Oh, oh, favorite franchise. Uh, favorite franchise. You have stalled my brain out. I can't, I don't even know. That's so hard. It used to be Pokemon. Give us an example. I mean, an example would be like Mario. That's a franchise, right? Um, Zelda's a franchise. Chuckles, I'm in danger. Yeah, you are. I can't, I can't, I literally, my, my whole brain has stalled out. I can't think of one. I can't think of a franchise. It's too hard because like, I I don't even know because the, the games that are so special to me, they're all over the place. Assassin's Creed for me. I don't know if I have a favorite franchise. I don't think I do. A couple of years ago, it would be obvious what I would pick, but I can't say that's my favorite anymore. What do you think about Terraria? I've never played Terraria. Yeah, favorite franchise is so hard because like you're 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 picking something that's just massive. My favorite franchise is easily Borderlands. Mine's Halo, because of Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah, I don't have... Yeah, see, that's kind of a sad... That's actually kind of a sad question, the more I pry at it. Because you have, like, a meaningful history with a franchise. Well, my meaningful history doesn't have a happy ending. Well, I guess yet. Old plate of revenge may slide across the table one day, but... I it doesn't have a happy ending. Like, the franchise that I have the most history with, I, I wouldn't pick it. You know? Like, I and I and I wouldn't pick Borderlands, like, as a... Oh, hang on. Let's get over it. There we go. As a, as a fan of, um... As a fan of, of looters, I, I just wouldn't pick Borderlands. Borderlands has just been too inconsistent. Borderlands 1 is good, Borderlands 2 is, you know, fun, the pre-sequel, eh, Borderlands 3, eh, then Tiny Tina, oh, like, it's just too inconsistent. I don't have a relationship like that with any other franchise. I mean, I did, but I don't anymore. I don't have that relationship with something like Final Fantasy or Halo or Metal Gear, you know what I'm saying? I just don't. It's just the reality, you know? And in some respects, that probably makes me better suited for the kind of coverage that I shoot for now. You know, variety. 
Bioshock? No. No. I don't even like Bioshock that much. I don't like the controls in Bioshock. It feels loose. I always feel like everything's loose. You seem like a Zelda guy? If someone was in the room right now and forced me to pick something, it would probably be Zelda. Because I picked Zelda 1 for Nintendo era. I picked Link to the Past for Super Nintendo era. Ocarina, Ocarina was very memorable. I wouldn't have picked it for that era, but it would have been on the top five. And then I loved Breath of the Wild. I mean, I loved it. So if you made me pick, it would probably end up being Zelda. Yeah, yeah, the whole gun to your head thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I have to choose, it would be Zelda. Yeah, Diablo single and wants to date you. Don't be sad. Yeah, no, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, a, a better and more long-standing game will 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 come in the room and save me. I know it. Titanfall? No. No, I don't have an emotional connection to Titanfall. I liked one and two, but not enough to say it's my favorite franchise. And I can't pick God of War because I've only played 2018 and Ragnarok. That, that'd be silly to pick. I, Zelda, I've played almost all of them. Not all of them. You know, there's some of the, the the DS versions and stuff I didn't play. And I didn't play Majora's Mask. I didn't like Majora's Mask. Far Cry? Far Cry is a good franchise. Far Cry is a good franchise. Yeah. If I was picking franchises that I really, really like instead of all-time favorite, it would be a little bit easier. I'd go to the Batman games. I loved um, Asylum City and uh, Arkham Knight. I loved those three games so, so much. I would pick Assassin's Creed. That would be one of my favorites. It would. Then I, you know, Zelda would be there. Borderlands would be there for sure. You know. Far Cry would probably be on that list because I loved Vaz, I loved Pagan Men, uh, I loved the Preacher guy, I forget his name. Those were good experiences. I really, really enjoyed those games. Ori would be on there. Call of Duty would probably be on there just because of my history with it. The voice acting. Oh, yeah. The voice acting in the Batman games. It's just... I have a reaction for you guys this afternoon. You know, somebody saying that, you know, they're nominating. They have, like, a, a list of games they're nominating for Game of the Year, and they pick Gotham Knights. And I'm like, how can anybody pick this? Well, the story is good. What, what the... Huh? The story? Voice acting was so mid in that game. The story developments might be okay, but, like, my gosh, was the, the voice acting was mid. What's happening? Okay. Okay. This is a coffee ground? Okay. Alright, so my son made me the smallest cookie. And he called it a coffee ground. Alright. Are you here? Bring it here. I can't. Don't sniff the mic. I can't grab it. I'm sniffing the mic. Okay, this 
This cookie, no squealing. Do not squeal into that mic anymore. This cookie is, you. is me. He's so, coffee and he's holding coffee. Oh, he's holding coffee. Yeah. Okay. What else is he doing? I couldn't fit the mustache. Oh, okay. Stream. Okay. Coffee. Okay. Eat my coffee ground first. Okay, I'm a, coffee ground. This is a coffee ground. <laughs> oh, good. Hang on, hang on. Let me turn off the noise gate. There we go. Oh, he, I'm holding a white bag. I'm holding a white bag of Frickmas. No, it's not. It's you ate his. His is white. Oh, oh, oh. The coffee ground was white light. Okay. Oh, we should probably explain something. These are not gingerbread men. What do we call these cookies? Looky cookies. Looky, looky cookies. And the reason we call them looky cookies is because in the story he says looky looky because he, he can't catch him or whatever. Looky, looky, I'm one smart yeah, looky looky, I'm one smart Actually, cookie. He only says it in one version of the book, but we checked that one since was a baby, and I get find that same book. We haven't been able to find that book ever again, but because he says looky looky, these are looky cookies. That's their official name in our house. I did. Now you can't talk. Now you're here. You're Welcome to 40s. <laughs> Welcome to midlife. What about the West? You want me to eat it super fast right now? Yes. Why? Because. That's how you eat cookies. Yeah. Probably still a little bit warm. It would be delicious. There is no way this coffee has any warmth left in it. No, no. I wish you spat it out. <laughs> all, all over my, all over my stuff. And it would remain there until you got new stuff. And then you'll get a coffee cookie. How's it taste? It tastes good. The, they're peanut wait. butter gingerbread men. They're peanut butter looking cookies. Yeah, Actually, you taste the original calls the almond butter. Ew. Almond butter. Ew. Almonds. Look at my new chapstick. That's great. You almond chapstick. Ew. Zubair said that Wiggles McBooty would eat the entire cookie. <laughs> one bite. He, love, he loves that name, buddy. Actually, and... No name. Wiggles McBooty. Hey, Wiggles McBooty. That's a new name. That stinks. No, oh. that's Papa. All right. See you guys later. Maybe not. Thanks for the Christmas cookies. So long, buddy. Now they like talking in the mic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Send all your thoughts and good vibes and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to Madam. <laughs> Two days before Christmas and snow everywhere and it's negative one degrees outside with a 30 degree below whatever wind chill. We can't go outside. I'm not going to make it. They're crazy. Strange that you're still streaming at this time. Oh, it is kind of late. But hey, we're having a good discussion and there's lots of people here. Uh -huh.
Let's get 200 likes for my cute kiddos. Yeah, you can call me mom, mister. Have Guess you what, everybody? Mom's wearing pajamas! <laughs> he whispered to her, because we always tell them not to use real names. And he whispered and asked if he could call her mom on stream. <laughs> oh, no, everyone knows I'm the mother. <laughs> that is the cutest thing. Can I call you mom? On stream. That's perfect. All right. <clears throat> we got to turn the noise gate back on. Here Uncharted, getting a reboot by Ben Studio and Naughty Dog is going to work on the new Last of Us. I mean, that'd be awesome. You know? Never got into Uncharted. Never got into Uncharted. No shame, I saw my pajamas on. Yeah, yeah. She has uh, her, her Santa Santa pajamas on. Looking awesome. Dude's lucky his wife plays video games with him. Yeah, we have a lot of fun playing video games together. We do. I've not played any of the old Uncharted games. No Trill Troll. I loved Uncharted 4. I wish I could play it all the way through with the 60 FPS because it's just such a great story. You know, that's another one I can't, I can't, uh, I can't give the time I would uh, like to give to it. Donald would probably enjoy Genshin open world exploration a lot, excluding the Gacha trash. Oh, for sure. And Bad Quest. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I saw Genshin, I was like, oh, I, I see why it's popular. It's a beautiful game. It's a gorgeous game. It's why Blue Protocol is, you know, stands to stands to hook a lot of people. You know? <clears throat> I just want PJ's back on. Got home from a half day at work. Yeah, it. Uh, we got two or three inches of the snow overnight. I was a little concerned because in the middle of the night last night, it got down to like negative five. I thought everything was going to freeze and we were going to like lose power. It's uh, one degree currently outside and uh, a high of nine today. And uh, yeah, in a week, it'll be in the 60s. What? Freaking head is spinning uh, from that one. Now my head is spinning from that one. That's a bit much. That's a bit much. That's that's a uh <clears throat> Yeah, guys, last call for Frick misorders until Friday. Uh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Last call for Frick misorders until Tuesday. Until Tuesday. Um let me let me show you something here. Let me uh, do this. So here's our coffee website. You can go to reforgeroast.com, the Frickmas blend here, and the light roast and the dark roast. Now, we will be switching to these bags for the light and the dark roast soon. We're very excited. The uh, The Frickmas blend is supposed to be in black bags, but the, the printers ended up making a mistake. And you benefit. You get a limited edition bag that I sign. And uh, get those orders in before... Uh, end of day today or you won't be able to order again until Tuesday of next week now you can go up here and go to about and go to about the coffee and you will get flavor profiles so if you're interested in the flavor profiles of our coffee like if you're interested in you know altitude origin all of that it's city plus profile it's all listed here it's all listed here okay and uh 
one great thing about our coffee is if you go to the about us section um I'm actually still listed on the website (laughs) (laughs) alright give me a second go here how long does it take to get a tumbler the people who fulfill the orders are pretty good about it like the company is pretty good about it but it's not nearly as fast as the coffee Okay, I can correct that, says Creature. (laughs) Uh, That's good. That's hilarious. Could we get six? Could we get six more likes on the video, guys? Help me out. If you've enjoyed this stream, the top games of 2022, top video games, the best video games of 2022, I enjoyed hearing a lot of your lists. You guys had some good picks. Seriously. There were some good picks out there. Good lists. I'm going to give you my top five one last time as well as our honorable mentions list that got really, really long. Uh, My number one is God of War Ragnarok. Number two is the Modern Warfare 2 campaign. That first playthrough was just special. I acknowledge it's not perfect and kind of glitchy, but for me it was just super, super special. Uh, Number three is Horizon Forbidden West. Number four is Elden Ring. Number five is the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Honorable mentions. These are games that you should definitely consider checking out. Stray, Tiny Tina Wonderlands, Nobody Saves the World, The Quarry, Cult of the Lamb, Tunic, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, The Last of Us Part 1 Remake, Vampire Survivors, Timesia, High on Life, Shredder's Revenge, Power Wash Simulator, Evil West, Witcher 3 Next Gen Update, the Returnal Co-op and Sisyphus Tower update, Scorn, and then the three games that came to PC for PC players to check out, Spider-Man, God of War 2018, and Uncharted. That is all the games this year that I think are well worth checking out, and you don't want to sleep on them. Especially the top five, obviously. The top five, I think, really, really cemented uh, some of those franchises as some of the best and, and some of the ones well worth taking out. We are at 199 likes. Thank you for this amazing amount of members today. 177 members and just insane. We're within about 400 members of 2,500. If we get to 2,500, we will do a special sort of like weekend foray with uh, Until Dawn with my wife. Uh, We did hit 2,000, so you will get that Star Wars watch party. Uh, We will do the next episode, episode 2. As a brand new member, you can go back and watch the previous one. We did episode one, and I tell you how to sync it up. Like, you would watch Star Wars on your own and then watch this alongside for our commentary. And uh, I tell you when to sync it up. And we never pause the movie, so it's very convenient as a watch-along. If you're familiar with, like, Rift Tracks or Mystery Science Theater, it's kind of like that. Um, So, I have have a video for you guys that I think you're going to like. In the vein of best games and game of the year I reacted to an article arguing that Gotham Knights should be game of the year (laughs) which is unbelievable so I'm going to send you guys to that video right now if you're a member be back here in 5 hours your time in 5 hours it'll be the Madam Christmas celebration my wife and I will be having drinks and playing a bunch of goofy fun Christmas games that we got Uh, and downloaded into Steam. But I'm going to put a link in chat. Please click the link 
I'll also redirect you over there. Uh, it'll say that the video is premiering in like three hours. Just ignore that. Once you guys all get over there, I push the video live immediately. So thank you so much for an amazing day. I hope you have an amazing Christmas. Be safe. Don't go out driving on the roads and be risky, right? Don't do that. And uh, Lone Wolf, thank you for ordering some Frickmas. I appreciate that very, very much. We're getting some last-minute coffee orders in. So thank you so much, Lone Wolf. Seriously, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. Don't spend it alone, all right? Hang out with us tonight. Hang out in our Discord. This can be a lonely time for people. It can be a depressing time for people. Don't isolate. We got homies in the Discord you can hang out with, people you can talk with and play video games with, right? You're not the only person that's going to maybe be just sort of glued to online over the weekend because you just can't either make a trip or, you know, situations with life, relationships, and family aren't where, you know, maybe you want them. We got folks you can hang out with. So use the links below for Discord. Hang out with this community. They're a bunch of awesome homies. All right. Don't let the holidays be a downer. That's why we. We have such a great community here. So click the link in chat. I'm going to end this stream and send you over there. Have a Merry Christmas. I hope I see a bunch of you back here in five hours for the Christmas special tonight with my wife. I'll see you then. And if I don't, I'll see you Monday and have a good holiday.